2: i have only five words for you from my cold dead hands
3: it's time for gun radio utah no apologies a show dedicated to preserving and protecting your constitutional right to bear arms for your security and sport here's your host well-known gun rights advocate and chairman of the utah shooting sports council clark oposion
1: welcome to gun radio utah there are no apologies on this show so please don't ask us to apologize for anything we have said or done that you may have known about.
2: Is that right, Bill? Or even thought. Even thought. I mean, they know we might go down a path that someone might not like and we don't finish it out. And they'll say, Ooh, yeah, I'm not going to yeah, apologize for that. I'm guys. your host, Clark Apotion, joining
1: me co-hosting, as always, in the... Uh, in the, in the head, button, pusher, lever, puller, chair. Bill Pedersen, we're both <laughs> members of the Utah Shooting Sports Council. Go to Council.org. I got to tell you, sign up for those alerts because next month, Bill, actually, no, this month, as of today, but we're pre-recording. Yeah, happy new year. We're pre-recording year. on on earlier than the new year, but oh. this month, the legislature starts. Yes, Bill, you have a you have a weird look about you. What's going on? I was just
2: gonna say happy new year, but it's you you said it's like it's not New Year's yet. So but I'll say it anyway. Happy New Year, Clark. Happy and to all of our happy listeners. Happy New Year to happy you, new Bill. Year. Happy yes. New
1: Year to you. And and many happy returns, uh, whatever that Ooh, means. That's so sounds good. Uh let me tell you what's going let me tell you what's going on in the show today is uh well, I got a bone to pick with BCI. I got a bone to pick. With BCI. Now, every three years, I have to renew my certification as a concealed firearm instructor. And I have been doing that since 1995. Wow. Every three years. So we're going to talk about what my bone is to pick with them. We're going to have uh, an NFA attorney. He, we've had Jim on before, but Jim Alder of Jim Alder Law is uh, going to be on because the ATF has just come out with a new e-file, a new, new e-file program for your NFA type things. And we're going to have them on. Uh, Hey, Bill, you arranged for a fantastic guy that we've been talking with, uh, Len Morales, right? You want to tell us about uh, what's coming up in third segment?
2: Yeah, Len Morales. And we were talking about this um, last week of a way to track your firearms. And you gave me a challenge to find a, a decent app or a decent program that could track your purchases your serial numbers your firearms pictures blah 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 blah, of everything that you've got so you've got a good history a good record uh, not a history but a, a good record of what you own and we came across a killer killer project and uh, we immediately called up the owner the founder of gun app track and uh and said hey this this is impressive We're, we want we want to get you on the show we got some questions well, I'm looking the, forward to
1: that. What else you got? What else are we going to talk about?
2: We're going to talk about my um, testing and evaluation of the Silencer Co. Hybrid 46M. I guess maybe that's why we're having such a theme on um, ATF and and uh, Form 4s and all that. Um, I, I took out the 46M, did some shooting with it yesterday on the 6.5 PRC, and I got to tell you, I'm giggly. That uh, thing is awesome. <laughs> that is, it's, it's true, it's though, isn't very it? Very cool. So I took some uh, guns in, uh, took some rifles in uh, to get threaded. Um, there's some bull barrels on a two twenty three that I've got, and a seventeen Winchester Super Mag. I got, I want. I'm going all in on this this suppressor. This thing. I'm I'm sold. I can't wait to get one. But well, I gotta it's try one. Really hard to find one right now. I gotta so. try
1: it out on that uh, on some of my suppressed uh, or on some of my threaded pistols. All yeah. right. So looking forward to that. When is that fourth segment? We're gonna talk about. Yeah, that? we'll talk about that fourth segment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So so we got a lot to stay tuned for. But let me get right into BCI. All right. Yes. So uh, as an instructor, like I said, I was I think I was like I, I want to say I was like the tenth or eleventh instructor in Utah to to get certified to teach the concealed carry permits for for. That and a diamond you got 10 cents. OK, I mean, as far as what number I was. But so uh, every so often, every three years, you've got to re-up. And I've got to, uh, you know, somehow familiarize myself with all the new laws and statutes, both state and federal. And even though I do keep up on that, I, I do generally try to keep up. How
2: does that work it, out know? with the state laws?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How's that worked out? So, um, oh, and actually, I will tell you this. So anyway, so you have got to apply. You got to have a, you know, your your photo taken again for your instructor card, and you have to have your concealed carry permit as well. Anyway, and so you go online. And it takes about two hours. It's a two-hour course that you can do online if you've been an instructor before, if you're just recertifying. Your initial instructor certification has to be done in person with BCI, and it's kind of an afternoon, morning and afternoon kind of class. Anyway, so I get on there, and every once in a while, well, anyway, at the end, there's a 35-question test that you have to pass with 87 or 80%. I took the test, Bill. Yeah. I did not get 100%. I got the 90
2: <laughs> the hell I
1: do say. I got 97% on the test. That means I missed one. Oh. I went back and I knew which one they were going to talk about. I knew it for some reason because in the sample questions. Anyway, the question said true or false. You may use you had deadly 50, force
2: 50 and you still missed
1: it? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Exactly. Well, I chose the wrong 50. Okay. So the question was this, true or false? you may use deadly force to protect property and i said "Sure." deadly force property nope nope uh you you cannot use so i wrote false that's one i got that's one i got wrong and i said well wait a minute that's not right so i went back i emailed bci i have not gotten a response back from them but i said there's a problem with your question that Utah Code 76-2-406, Force in Defense of Property. That's the actual title of the of the uh, code, and it says right here. And I read this to, or I cut, copy and paste. I said a person is justified in using force, and anytime you see force in there, it's either regular force unless it's specified as deadly force. And it said the person is justified in using force other than deadly force against another went to the extent that the person really reasonably reasonably mm-hmm. believes that it's necessary to prevent anyways right. interference with personal property that's your stuff we're not talking about your home and your your safety and security inside your home and and that, that that's a different thing it's not that's not the property that we're talking about we're talking about your stuff not you but your stuff you can't use deadly force folks Regardless of what BCI is saying, regardless of my answer that I got wrong, they're wrong. And we're gonna maybe we should have BCI on and ask them to explain why they say it's okay to use deadly force to protect property in Utah. Also, I I think I may have them on, but they probably won't come on. But we'll try, is to see why they still consider the Utah concealed carry permit a privilege.
2: Yeah, that would be that would be really good. So what you're saying is I'll use an example. Wiley e. Coyote comes over and invades in your chickens, in your stuff, in your chicken stuff. You can't use deadly force.
1: Uh, ah. No, you can actually. I think, yeah, especially in the rural areas, yeah, you, you can, can
2: because yeah,
1: because Wiley e. Coyote is not a person, and your chickens are not stuff. Unless you not stuff. stuff. They're, Unless they're, yeah. you stuff your chicken. But, but now, anyway. for human is At attacking least... your chickens. No, you cannot use deadly. Force. You can't use deadly force. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So. Anyway, that's about it. we got like 30 seconds left in the first segment of the first show
2: of this new year. Yeah, and Jim Alder's coming up next in our next segment. Ooh, that'd be cool. Jim's a good guy.
1: All right. So when we come back on Gun Radio Utah, you stay tuned because there's lots of cool stuff to come. Protecting and
3: preserving your constitutional right To bear arms It's Gun Radio Utah On Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS Here's your host, Clark Aposian
1: And welcome back to Gun Radio Utah I am your host from The the Aposian Bat Cave uh, Deep in Uinta County in a, in a storm right now So we'll see how long my connection lasts We are so happy to have Jim Alder who is, so Jim, Jim happens, to he's a local NFA attorney, among other kinds of attorney things, uh, which, by the way, Jim, I got to contact you on something else. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> NFA is Natural National Firearms Act, and so those are the ones that you have to deal with when you want to buy a suppressor, a machine gun, a short-barreled shotgun, a short-barreled rifle, any other weapon, a destructive device, a all the fun stuff, and so, Jim, we are going to have on... A guy who has an app uh his name is len morales he's going to be on next uh, next segment i think and he has a way to put everything into an app but uh, one one of the questions i want to ask uh, later is is that a safe thing to do with a gun trust and however before i get too sidelined here the atf has just come out with some changes uh to the e-filing i think i'm saying that right e-filing of your application uh to essentially register your device so can you tell us about what the atf has done the changes and what that means for you and me
4: yeah the the atf has recently just last week on the uh 23rd finally released the eForm system, uh, at least, well, let's back up a little bit, expanded it back to accommodate Form 4 applications, the tax paid transfer applications. Those were available when the eForm system was originally released, uh, what, seven, eight years ago. Um, you know, and it was wildly popular back then because you could get your applications approved using it in three months or so. Whereas your paper applications were taking five, six, seven months or so, uh, and you had to use a trust, you had to use an entity to apply through the eForm system back then because it couldn't accommodate the fingerprints and all that an individual had to go through. But then you had Rule Forty One F, that uh, you know forced them to. Well, they they took it down the form fours initially because it was so wildly popular they couldn't. It, it just couldn't handle the demand, the load. Uh, and uh, they kept the Form 1 applications to make an NFA weapon available there. Um, those That's been available since this point, that point in time. But they've brought back the Form 4s and expanded it to include uh, the ability to apply as an individual. Uh, all entities have to submit fingerprints and photographs as a responsible person, you know, for an entity. So that's all been reintroduced back into the system. You can make those applications online, it will accommodate electronic fingerprints. Now you don't have to mail in finger separate fingerprint cards uh, as well. Uh, They anticipate that at least the goal stated goal is to get the applications uh, approved back under that three month window again, and get everything speeded up by using the electronic application uh, online application system.
1: How do they deal with fingerprints and photos?
4: Well, the, the finger, the photo is pretty easy. You just upload a photo, a passport photo, which uh, there are apps that you can use to take those photos on your phone, right? Uh, a, a passport type photo against a white background and all. Uh, and your your trust application, if you're, if you're making a trust application, your trust documents are uploaded. But the fingerprints now have to be made by a live scan system, a fingerprinting system. And it has to output a file in the dot eft format so it can't be just like a scan of your fingerprint cards a pdf of your fingerprint cards it has to be done by a live scan system in that file format uh, that which is acceptable to the uh the fbi so where can uh, people go to get a live using a silencer shop kiosk you know your fingerprints are going to be taken on that kiosk and submitted there Mm uh there's lots of there's fingerprint uh companies that'll do it. So a lot of the dealers, I've talked to a number of the dealers around town about what they're going to do. Some of them are really don't want to fork out the five to eight grand that it costs to get these fingerprint systems. Uh, So I might be picking up one myself to do prints for my clients, uh, for some of the dealers that don't want to pick up one of these systems. But a lot of the dealers are looking at getting a, a live scan system in shop.
1: Okay. Now, will this uh, you, you mentioned Form 4s. What's the difference uh, between a Form 3 and a Form 4? And can Form 3s be done on e-file?
4: Well, the, the Form 3s, yeah, those those are dealer-to-dealer transfers. So if you've bought something from an out-of-state dealer and it's got to be transferred to an in-state dealer so that you can submit your application, that's the dealer-to-dealer transfer. The Form 4 is the tax-paid transfer from the dealer to me, the individual or my trust. Or if I was, if I was selling a suppressor to you, Clark, it would be a form Four transfer as well.
1: So right. And we just two do a us. $200 tax stamp and all that. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So now let's talk about, and so, uh, so what you're saying is now you can, you, you're able to do a transfer with a trust. So transfer it into a trust or from a trust to another trust. And I mean, obviously you still have to do the fingerprints and the photographs as of rule 41, but you can do that online. What, what do you think that means now? How, how long a wait time should we honestly expect?
4: Well, that, you know, that's a, that's a good question because they're still sort of ironing out some bugs uh, and a lot of uh, reported issues. Uh, I think it's going to be, you know, sometime I, I, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, they'll get a lot of these wrinkles uh, bugs ironed out and things, you know, there's probably people that have been just waiting for the opportunity yeah. to submit and, It's overwhelmed again, but, you know, the, the stated goal intention is to get the application wait times back under three months.
1: All right. So this is excellent because I went into legacy. Well, it's coming up on a year now. When did I buy that 50 cal can, Bill? um i bought a good question yeah uh, uh, it's coming up on a year i think uh maybe eight nine months and still haven't heard anything but it was neat because i went in there they had this uh the the silencer shop what the kiosk right there and i can do the fingerprints and do the entire thing right there it took a picture of me really good picture too i should probably add and so now (laughs) i'm hoping that next time i buy a can from there and use that it'll go a lot quicker Jim, tell us about trusts. Why are, are trusts still a viable, good idea uh, when buying an NFA firearm?
4: Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I, you know, personally, I I just don't see the value of doing it as an individual, especially if their wait times are no different going forward. Um, the flexibility of a trust is that, you know, if my brother wants to borrow a suppressor, uh, to go shooting with his son, I can sign him up as a trustee, and he can have possession and use of it outside my presence, where if that is registered to me, I absolutely can't do that. Okay,
1: uh, so now what that... if he wasn't on the trust originally when you purchased, let's say you you put you, you bought a suppressor, you put it into the trust, uh, you, you had an existing trust. What if your brother wasn't on that trust at the time?
4: Yeah, it, it, we set him up specifically that way to minimize the initial headache in making the applications, and include forms that you write him in as a trustee at a later time, after the applications are approved, and he can use and possess them. Uh, We do it intentionally to give you the flexibility to make applications without everybody else's, uh, you know, fingerprints and photographs and whatnot, if you want to take advantage of that and minimize the headache when you make applications. Okay,
1: so what if you want to take him off, though? What if he he gives you a really rotten Christmas present and you want to take him off?
4: yeah yeah. forms to remove him as a trustee as well as the grantor the person creating the trust i have absolute control who serves as a trustee or not or who is a beneficiary of my trust
1: so okay now let's say as i want let's say that i have a brother that lives in california that cannot mm-hmm. possess machine guns or, or anything like that in california but can he be on the trust and when he comes out here possess them out to utah
4: Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Specific forms that we I use for short term possession purposes. You sign him up as a special trustee, as I call it. You can use that while he's in town. He's out out at the uh, homestead there. And then, you know, it ends. How do people people get in touch with you
1: if they want a trust and Mm -hmm. they want to make they want to get a trust that is literally approved by the atf that they have communicated with you that they love your trusts uh because not all trusts are the same folks they're not all the same uh get somebody like jim alder how do they contact you jim uh,
4: our number is 801-463-2600 or utah gun trusts that's plural dot com will take you right to the gun trust pages of my website and uh, you can find more information there including the intake forms that we use to put our different levels of trust together
1: fantastic that's awesome. jim alder nfa uh attorney as he's an attorney does other things too uh and that's utah gun trusts plural.com or give him a call 801-463-2600 jim thank you so much for getting insight and education for us on the new atfe forms thank you absolutely appreciate it. all right folks i gotta tell you about uh the gunsmith at sportsman's warehouse um, if if uh, if your spouse broke your gun, which is I I realize it's a common thing, it happens. Uh, get your gun over to the gunsmith at Sportsman's Warehouse, and they can fix it. They can do engraving. They can do cerakoting. They can do rebluing. They can fix your broken gun. They can fix your stock. They can rebarrel that thing. They can diagnose what the problem is. If you just want sights put
2: on it, if you want, uh, if you want threaded a, barrels, I just took two. It two rifles in uh today uh to get threaded for a suppressor. I think this uh, suppressor runs going to be pretty big. Clark, oh, I got to hear about that. I got to yeah, find so. out of what
1: guns. Let's talk about that later too. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> idea. All right, so you can take it right to them in Salt Lake 1630 South 5070 West Suite 200. That 1630 South 5070 West Suite 200 in Salt Lake. Give them a call 801-304-8070. 801-304-8070 or or easier than that take it to any of the over 110 sportsman's warehouse locations go back to the gunker and say get this over to the gunsmith at Sportsman's warehouse folks uh we're gonna be right back we've got a uh, we've got a great uh, guy coming on with the uh, gun track uh, app and you're gonna want to stay tuned so hang tight we'll be right back on gun radio Utah
0: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18
5: plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. According to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
2: We're not just going to let you walk out of here. Who's we, you sucker? Smith and Wesson?
3: and me. Gun Radio Utah is back. Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Here's your host, Clark Kaposian.
1: And welcome back to Gun Radio Utah, where there are never any apologies done. Keeping in line with that. Um, Bill, you know, we have been looking for... uh, I I, I posed you a problem that said I want to keep track. What's the best app that and I gave you a whole list of things that I wanted and last week I think it was I think it was last week or maybe just before that I said and and you got on there and you got looking and you got looking and you came up with one I said no that ain't gonna do it because it doesn't do this and then another app to keep track of firearms and there was another one and there was another one and finally you happened on a an app called gun track app or, or excuse me gun track you can gun get track, it at yeah. guntrack.app, guntrack.app. But uh, joining us here, Bill, why don't you introduce Len and uh, tell him how you found him?
2: Yeah, so uh, Len Morales, uh, welcome to the show, Gun Radio Utah. And uh, yeah, we came across this app and luckily enough, we found a phone number and and thought, well, let's give this, uh, this company a call and I'll be darned, Len, you answer your own Phone calls. That was very impressive.
6: Well, thank you, thank and thank you for having me on, guys.
2: Yeah. Um. Now this was amazing because as we're talking, we talked last week, of course, um, and we we started uncovering quite a bit of things. Um. You know, as as gun owners, whether they're hobbyists or collectors, or, um. You know, maybe they're just recreational shooters. They don't have a lot of firearms. You offer something here that's very unique and different from most what i would call inventory tracking applications in regards to the firearms maybe you can tell us a little bit about the company and and the inspiration of what you how this all came about
6: sure well it really started um and it was uh, in a gun shop buying a pistol and it was a very reputable shop here in arizona where i live and the 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 guy ringing up the sale said, you know, you better uh, take a photograph of this thermal receipt because over time it will fade. Mm-hmm. And it got me to thinking right then and there, as I took a photograph of the receipt, I'm thinking, well, there's gotta be a better way. Um, I was keeping a spreadsheet in my, in my home office of all of my inventory. And it's, if anybody has ever tried this, it's cumbersome to keep up and you maybe have pieces of information here and there, but you don't really have a concise record. And I don't, I'm not good at having my computer with me when I'm, you know, doing maintenance or cleaning or anything like that. Um, so it's really started that day. I came back and I actually called my insurance company because I was curious about, you know, what type of records they wanted. And, and they meant I had a total loss and I had an additional rider on my home insurance for my, my inventory. Mm-hmm. And they told me they'd want receipts. They'd want condition use. Uh, if you had photographs, the better in order to get You know the the highest amount for each one and it really that point was you know being in the industry for going on 25 years now this is what i've done for a living i've helped companies build these types of applications and databases i figured you know what this is a labor of love of mine i i'm gonna go ahead and 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 build something that will will solve this problem and so that's kind of the the instigator was really that day in the gun shop when when the when the guy told me to keep this record safe
2: <laughs> right and and you know it's interesting because as i'm looking at your your website um i'm looking at the features page and i can tell you 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 didn't stop with just firearm uh documentation serial number receipts photographs because i'm looking at not only firearms but you've got ammunition accessories shooting the different types of shooting activities the rounds targets um, the ranges uh, maintenance the type of maintenance on it malfunctions with the firearms as well Um, and then you've got all this additional real-time record information
6: right and that's one unique aspect and as i was doing my research bill and i went i did the same thing i went online i started downloading apps for keeping uh Gun records or firearm records, and that was the one item that I didn't see that existed is that real-time uh, feedback. In other words, everything being tied together. It all starts with the firearm record. Once you input that record, and then you add ammo for that particular caliber, it'll it'll actually list under that firearm's record how much ammo you have for that rec- for that for that particular firearm. In addition to that. As you add shooting events, it will actually subtract that from your ammo that you use for that firearm. So everything <laughs> oh, nice. in real nice. time and and it and it actually gets down to the cost per round. So it'll actually calculate. And one of the one of the objectives for me was to have a running total of my inventory and, and my investment. And and it's kind of funny because a lot of guys have come back to me and said, hey, you know what? If uh, you know the apocalypse ever does happen, at least I'll know what to trade and what not to trade and how much I have in, in, in ammo. Uh, and what it's worth, and it's it's kind of interesting to me. But it's it's been uh, uh, something that I want to even expand on a, a little more, maybe the dynamics behind the the real time pricing, and maybe even add additional elements to that.
1: So, so I got to tell you, Len, that uh, you know this your app GunTrack, um, and it's T R A C K. So G U N T R A C K GunTrack. Gun Track, just find it at GunTrack.app. dot app. So not dot com, but dot app. It checks all the boxes and more, because uh, I, I hadn't even thought about maintenance on there. I hadn't thought about taking pictures of the receipts. I hadn't thought about like uh, you have a way to track your overall investment in that firearm. And one of the things that a lot of folks don't don't really think about is that you know they go to the gun store and they see a sale, or they go to the gun show and they see all this kind of different things. And you say to yourself, "Do I need a?" Inside the waistband holster for such and such a gun. Do I have one for that? Do I not have one for that? I can track that. Do I? How much ammo do I have for? How much full metal jacket ammo do I have for a nine mil? How much fifty five grain do I have for a five five six? You know, so on and so forth. And I can literally just look and see what I need right there and what I already have. And the other thing is, you talked about insurance companies and policies. Another big one is. Not with insurance, but when someone dies, you know, if they had their firearm records in this, I got to tell you, having dealt with death in our family before and firearms, that that's a huge thing. This would be a huge aspect that wouldn't be that that would make it so much easier uh, for the for the remaining spouse and family members to have this all uh there now i gotta ask you and and so your thoughts on that and then i'm going to ask you about safety and security with it
6: no it's an amazing incredible point uh clark um that's definitely something that and and i've actually been approached by a couple of users now who have lost or, or or one guy in particular he had his 1911 that he kept in his truck stolen and he was just trying out my app for the first time he said he inputted that one particular firearm in my in his database, he had to contact me because he had already forgotten his password. He never used mm-hmm. his app at all. He was just testing it. Well, lo and behold, he was able to get, retrieve his firearm at least because he had his serial number and he had no other records of that firearm. He had owned it for you know 30 years. Wow. So it was, it was. It's definitely an interesting concept when when you you know have a loss or, like you said, if somebody does pass and they have that estate ready to you know be either divided or left to somebody else. So that's okay, another so now question
2: I, I was going to ask you real quick here is um, gun trusts, you know, for some of us um, that have, you know, suppressors, short barreled rifles. Um, okay. Fully automatic weapons like the guy oh, the, the, hell you the, say, Bill, exactly. the hell of the screen. Exactly. Um, you know, can we add that type of information in here as well?
6: Yes. And, and one of the new enhanced uh, features that we added to the desktop version of the app, is the ability to create custom categories. So if you have suppressors, or if you want to uh, follow your tax stamps or anything in between that.
1: Right, okay. Nice, so copies like of it. them right there. Okay, now I got a, I, I got a big, I got a major question here. All that data, all my guns, my serial numbers, photos of these guns, and is all in there, is it safe? Is it secure? How do we guarantee that?
6: Yes, and uh, that's been a fundamental uh, issue with all gun users, including myself, uh, firearm owners, and it's not going away anytime soon. We want better security. We always want to stay ahead of the curve, and that's exactly what we've been doing. Uh, From day one, privacy and data use is, number one, paramount to my mission. Um, We do not share data. We do not have any kind of tracking uh, applications, nothing is included
1: What do you think about this? If somebody wants to be a responsible firearm owner, your thoughts on that? Because I know that we had talked before, that kind of went into while you were developing this app.
6: And it's a very interesting concept because as we all know, what we're faced with in the firearms community is that you have to almost prove responsibility in certain cases. And I've spoken to law enforcement guys now and they say this app can help me prove res- that i am more responsible in my training for instance i can show and prove that i've been training for the last seven weeks and here are the results i wouldn't have shot overshot i wouldn't have done you know they can they can clearly articulate based on these records and prove that they've been training so there are there are ways to prove responsibility in, in addition to just accounting for every single round accounting for every single pistol accounting for every single rifle that you own who who else does that if you're not responsible? I, I can tell you the, the the adversaries or the the guys that that don't uh, yeah. uh, care about it. They don't do that.
2: Yeah, so they, they have a hard time finding the serial number in the first place.
6: You know, so, Bill had talked
1: to me earlier about encryption and that, and yes. levels of encryption and that. Can you talk a little bit about that?
6: Yeah, and and that is a release that we're actually working on right now it's aes 256-bit encryption so end to end and you're going to be asked when you sign into your account that you have to create a passphrase that passphrase will be the encryption key that will open up your data if you lose that unfortunately you're going to lose the data and we're going to have different levels in in future releases that you can you know safeguard against losing that but the 256-bit encryption is the same encryption that the u.s government uses for classified information there's, and it's, they say it takes millions of years to break. So it hasn't been, you know, yeah. there's, there's no breaking it.
2: Yeah. It's that Reindahl oh, okay. type of uh, encryption that they use there. Uh, so yeah, AES-256, uh, very well known um, here and uh, very well. I'm glad to hear that. Um, Clark, you had a, a thought yeah. there? So gun track.app. If you go
1: to gun track.app, dot app, and I imagine it's available on the Google Play Store probably too
6: yes both Play Store okay and ios
1: how iOS much store. for all this stuff how much for the whole shebang all the the tracking the photos the serial numbers the maintenance the ammo the everything what's the cost
6: well the pricing on the desktop starts at 2.99 a month and the annual fee on that is under 30 dollars. it's 29 dollars a month i mean a, a year i'm sorry um and that will get you about 50 to 60,000 is what we quantified with with some sample inputs about 50 to 60,000 in inventory for the $30 a year uh package and that's the starter package and then it goes up from there to essential and it's based on the real-time usage that the the transactions that you do on the database it's really the space that you're consuming in the, in in your in your account that dictates the price but for most people um the advanced is going to be probably last you several years before you even get Look.
1: Fantastic. Seriously. Len Morales Gun Track. Uh, we're gonna have you back on after I get a chance to really get into this thing and delve into it. But we just got about 10 seconds left in this segment. So uh Len Morales Guntrack.app, thank you so much for being on Gun Radio Utah.
6: Oh, thank you guys so much. I'm really grateful to be here.
1: And we'll be right back. So stay tuned to Gun Radio Utah.
6: Yeah! Oh, you want
3: the- Fire guns. Fire guns. Welcome back to Gun Radio Utah with Clark Apulsion on Talk Radio 1059 KNRS. Listen and you'll know.
2: And welcome back to Gun Radio Utah. So glad to have you with us on this semi lovely New Year's Day. Happy New Year's! Happy New Year's to everyone. And we hope you got whatever you asked for on your New Year's Day list. No, oh, no, that was Christmas. Never mind. I haven't gotten everything I wanted. I didn't yet. get everything either. But that was my own fault. I'm so. just going to go buy it. I'm just <laughs> going to go buy it. That's, I don't care. Just go out and buy it. Hey, Clark, I got to tell you. Um, so I went out hunting this past week. It's fun when my guide calls me up and sends me a picture and says, look at all the elk. there here on the hillside right next to the road of the property. And I'm like, let's go get them. So we go busting down there next day, get up bright early in the morning, go down there. He's, yep, they're right there. Well, where are they now? Well, they're not there now. Well, yeah, (laughs) we understand that. And he goes, well, but when they're here, we took three of them. I'm like, wow, well, oh. three of them? Well, no, oh. they're, they're not here. So sure enough, of course, he had busted them out. And, but that's okay. We went out and had a great time. We saw some elk on some other property. And we, we were really hoping that they were going to move their their way over. But here's the fun part. So I took uh, the 6.5 PRC up there on the hill with me. And I'm testing this new 46M from Silencer Co.,
3: Okay, you're and doing R and D on it, or, or no, R&D, no, not R and D, but you're doing T and E testing evaluation.
2: and evaluation. Yeah, T and E. And I was just like, you know what? I don't care what happens today. I'm not going off this mountain without me shooting this gun. <laughs> and so we set it up. I had a nice, you know, 200 yard range uh, target that we'd set up as a rock, and um, set up and fired that thing off. And right then, I knew this is a home run um it was incredible and my buddy that was with me is like that's awesome as heck he goes you could hardly i mean it makes a sound of course it makes a sound but compared to what we had to deal with sighting those things in and the noise and you know the hearing protection and all that and here we are no hearing protection firing this 65 prc off and you know it's just a pop and it was just okay, like, so
1: now explain the 46 m
2: it, it, this is the modular one that you can use on different guns, different calibers, different calibers, different guns, different platforms, I would even say, because this is rated for nine millimeter all the way up to forty five ACP and from oh, so five, for not five, twenty. So not twenty two, though, not 22. You can do five, five, six all the way up to forty five, seventy. Now, when you say rated,
1: well. though, what do you mean by rated?
2: then? So what you do on this one, it's a modular system. OK. So, um, if you want to shoot um, pistol, you would take off the um, attachment to at the end to make basically make it a shorter uh, suppressor, and then you change out the cap. The end so, cap. Yeah. So you got a 30 cal cap, or you got a, a 45 cal uh, cap. No, I, I can't remember what all the caps are. Um, there's two different caps that they gave me. Um, one of them is 22 cal, and, and the other's uh, 30 cal. Okay, so
1: now it's rated up to 45 caliber.
2: Yeah, it
1: is up. Now, if you if you put it on a 50 cal, couldn't you just? Couldn't, wouldn't it just make the cap bigger it, then it, it
2: would yeah it would auto adjust um on its own it would own. auto adjust <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't recommend that clark <laughs> okay i think it, there's a, there's a, we'll compare this one to the yours the one that you've ordered as well you probably so. won't get an opportunity to do
1: a lot more testing and evaluation if you do no that.
2: i think they would uh, definitely um pull my library card and say no more yeah. for you but it is it is a pretty cool it's a, um you know it's only one and a half inches in diameter it's about 18 uh or eight inches in length on um on full length um i did notice one thing though uh, because my um six five prc is um it's got the uh, proof research carbon fiber barrel on it um it does Add some weight to the front end of that thing. So you definitely want some shooting sticks or some bags or something, you know, depending on your shooting conditions um, to kind of hold that front end up a little bit. But Now, is it
1: hearing safe then? You said you didn't have hearing protection on. It's it's literally hearing safe.
2: Yeah. And then I stood away um, and let my buddy shoot it because I wanted to get it from the spectator's point of view. And I'm just like going, holy cow, I could shoot that thing all day long and just smile. Smile, smile smile
1: well i gotta tell you we went out on christmas day and uh we were shooting a 300 wind mag um we had uh, some neighbors that were doing that and sighting it in with their new vortex viper whatever their scope mm-hmm. and it had a, a break on it not not oh, a flash yeah. hider, but a break and talk about hideously loud hideously painfully loud because they, he didn't give the all clear, okay, get your earmuffs on. Yeah. And, and before I knew it, I'm like, oh, crud. Only I didn't say crud. Yeah, anyway. you know,
2: even though those brakes help on recoil and that, they don't do much for the the viewing audience uh, that are to the side <laughs> of you. Yeah. They make it <laughs> considerably louder. So exactly. what's
1: next, Bill? What are you going to do? So um, I
2: us? took some uh, rifles in to um, get threaded. I've got a two-two-three in a model. I can't remember. It's a Savage, um, really nice bolt action. And then I've got a a Winchester Super Mag in the 17 that I've got that one going in as well. Um, Yeah. And then we're going to go out. uh, I've got some parts coming in for my AR pistol. I got to tell you that off air. That's a great story. Those guys out at 300 um, over in Colorado have done me a great job. But, um, yeah, so we got some more testing to do. Plus, we want to go try it on some pistols as well. So
1: Fantastic. Um, hey, before we leave, I got to uh, remind everybody, GunTrack.app, not .com, GunTrack.app for Len Morales. It's the really cool. Uh, go, go to that site. Download this. Uh, you won't be disappointed, definitely. And then uh, Jim Alder, UtahGunTrust.com, Utah Gun Trusts plural.com or give them a call 801-463-2600 get your your gun trust done Uh, he did ours and did a fantastic job with it.
2: Awesome. So Bill fantastic it's been a great show. Yeah we'll see you next week in studio maybe yeah 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 see you later
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win?